Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. What's up everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up guys? This is Paul Verzi and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 290 for Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. How's it going, onesies? How have you guys been? It's been a minute since I've dropped one, <clears throat> chronologically one week, but uh, I am recording this, sadly, I think the 28th of December, 29th of December. Um, one thing I've learned about myself, uh, you know what, let me introduce the podcast first. If you've never listened to this podcast before, it is me, Josh Williams, uh, comedian, brand ambassador podcaster, earthling, uh, all those fun things. Um, and this is me telling you about what's going on with me, my, my life personally, professionally, everything in between anything I want to talk about, because this is my podcast. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So onesies, I apologize. Um, this last while, I would say at least a good year has been so hit or miss whether or not this podcast is going to go out. And, uh, as much as I enjoy doing it, um, something I I've realized is that the busier I am, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, I'm really struggling with allergies today too. So I'm all gunky right off the top, just back to the coffin and the bodily functions. I, uh, I apologize. I'm trying to be mindful. Um, but it just comes on me mid sentence anyways, blah, blah, blah. Um, something I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to remedy is, um, the busier I get, the, the harder it is to do this podcast. And one of the reasons is I'm so it, I, I, uh, as a lot of, you know, again, if it's your first time listening, I, I do live with roommates. I have one room in a house. My, uh, some of my roommates are pigs and some of them are, you know, clean, but never around, uh, to clean up after the pigs. Um, so I spend a lot of time in my room <laughs> and I do have a desk and an office in my room. However, um, when I'm crazy busy doing my marketing gigs and things like that, a lot of my shit ends up on my desk and, I have very limited time, <clears throat> excuse me, to get myself back on track to get everything clean and set up my studio for the podcast. And I'll be honest with you, nine times out of 10, just don't have the energy to do it. And um, I can do this thing right in the middle of the day. Forgive me one sec. Yeah, the pause button. Um, Sorry, gang. What I'm trying to say is just um, I, I, I ran myself into the ground with this, uh, Santa Claus thing that I'm doing the, the Santa Claus photography thing. Now it's over now, but, uh, one of my new year's resolutions is to try to set up my studio and always have the space clear. Um, I may even start doing it in the dining room, or I might even start doing it at crystal's house just to make sure that I can get done because I have clean surfaces that I can use there. Um, I'd also like to have her on the podcast more since her and I do a lot of things, <clears throat> excuse me, together. We're getting ready to go on a trip, uh, in January. So, um, I just love to be able to tell you guys, but again, this is me talking to you from the future, December 29th. We are, we are going back in time back to November 23rd. That is what this podcast is for. Um, so I just want you guys to know that, uh, if you are reaching back for this one, when it drops, I, um, <clears throat> the biggest thing hindering me, uh, with having this thing out on time is having the space to do it because it's not like I'm sitting in bed with a little handheld recorder, though I have considered using my handheld recorder a couple times just to get it out. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the process, I, I really am going to try to stop clearing my throat constantly too. It's just, oh, it's tough right now, guys. I got real bad seasonal allergies and things like that. And I don't, I don't want to sit down and, and be coughing and clearing my throat I don't want to rush through podcasts. I even I even try to make my notes during the week. I literally, before I left for Toronto, uh, which is where I'm recording from, I'm actually doing shows in Absolute Comedy uh, this week, which is what afforded me the time and the space to be able to set up my gear and uh, and record for you. So I'm going to try to bang out uh, all the episodes that I've missed uh, in the next few days just while I'm here. Um, but 
Sorry, guys, all over the map. I'm fighting against my bodily functions. I'm fighting against uh, a lot of things right now. Um, yeah, my my throat, my glands are just sore and dry and killing me right now. So I, uh, I do apologize. Apologize for the lateness. I apologize for the performance. Um, and yeah, just to touch base on that last note again, it's uh, I, I, I make notes over the course of the week too, and I've just been so busy because otherwise i'm sitting down going okay what did i do last week and then these later episodes are even more tough because i'm like fuck what did i do the last five weeks you know which week did i do this which week did i do that um now i I assure you i do have stories to tell it's just a matter of uh just a matter of sort of excuse me getting uh getting the right ones in the right week i also have some personal stuff that's going on sadly i can't talk about it because it doesn't just affect me um you know, and as much as I'm, I'm an open book and I'll tell you guys anything you want to know about me. I, uh, it's not my place to share other people's stuff. So, um, for what it's worth, there's been some other stuff too, that just sadly won't come to light, you know, but in the personal conversations we have, feel free to, to ask about it. And I'll, I'll tell you, <clears throat> Jesus, can we just have two seconds without clearing my throat, please, please. I don't want you guys to have to listen to it. And then I take shit from you guys, uh, via text message and, and messenger for like, what are you fucking always clearing your throat? I, I don't want it. Listen, if you can snap your fingers collectively and get this out of my system, guys, I, I will be forever. Great. I promise you, if you guys can get rid of my allergies and my congestion, I promise I will never be late for an episode again. Um, so what do we have back here, back in time here, November 23rd? Uh, I was still at this point in my life. I was still on the shakes, Still a part of that. My weigh-in was 267 pounds. Woo-woo, losing the weight. Bang, bang. I am more than that right now. Um, but what did I did? I, I, what did I did? What did I did? I did visits with Santa. Oh, at this point, I haven't even told you guys. I haven't even started. That's right in my notes right here. It'd be my first shift. Yeah, literally, I started that, and then that was it for the podcast. So let's start there. Um, I started a, an activation that would have me working right until Christmas Eve. Um Every day I had the odd weekend off, um, but, but almost every single day, the first like three weeks, I didn't have a weekend off. So, um, I was the Santa Claus photographer, uh, at the Reno center, um, which was a Cadillac Fairview property. They own properties all over the country. So very, very big, biggest mall in the city. Um, so I, uh, let's see what, what are my notes here? My first shift in sanity. That was cross crazy. Uh, first Santa woes, new Santa victories. Oh, but those will change in time. Excuse me. I have a note here asking you guys to come check it out. Uh, my first advertisement to you. It is already over. Good job, Josh. And then what is, Oh, fuck. I got a dark story to tell you guys. I got a dark story to tell you about this. All right. Well, let's, let's get into that. Um, in this episode, I try to give you a little cliff notes at the beginning. I'll tell you about the Santa Claus thing. I watched uh, some movies, uh, watched a movie called Barbarian, watched another one called Resurrection. Um, I uh, I don't know if I told you guys, but I booked a, a, a trip for my mom. That was my Christmas and birthday present to her. I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, holy shit. I finally brought my car in. Uh, that took forever, but it looks like this was the week that the the work actually got done. So, so good times on that. Um I did a show. Wow. I remember the show. It was a long time ago. Did a Friday night show for some landscapers. Tell you about that. And then uh holiday shopping was kicking it up. All sorts of advent calendars. What are you guys getting? Huh? What are you getting people for Christmas? Can you tell me now, now that it's over and you don't have to risk, you know, getting busted. All right. We're going to talk about it guys. My Santa Claus thing. So the whole idea is I'm Santa Claus photographer. All right. They've got this, uh, at this point I've done the training and stuff like that. And, uh, They've got. I didn't realize how heavy this microphone is because I haven't had to use my my sure handheld mic in a long time. It's always the arm holding up my uh, my other mic built into my 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 desk there. So I'm just like it's getting a cramp in my thumb just from holding the mic up in the air. These things are heavy. Um, using the sure SM58s for anyone who's interested. Okay, back to it. I um I did this activation, um, and the whole idea is. I'm the photographer. I have two elves. People will sign up for their picture with Santa Claus. Very nice display, by the way. Uh, if you do follow me on Facebook or Instagram, I believe I posted uh, pictures of the setup. So you have seen it. Um, alternatively, I'll post some more so you can see kind of what it looked like. But um, the idea uh, is, you know, you you come to the Rito Center, you scan a QR code or you can book online. Um, it's 10 bucks for five professional photos, which is a really good price. 
Um, they're digital. They're not, they're not print, but uh, you can down, you know, we pick the five best photos. We upload them. You download them off the site for 10 bucks. Bing, bang, boom. Nice and easy. Um, I had to build this rig. So I got an, uh, an email with a video link to watch how to build this rig. And it was like, um, intricate, but not super intricate. The whole idea is you're building pieces like one foot at a time. You're building the legs into a leg base, and then you're building a, a, a tree, um, like a tech tree, not a, not a Christmas tree, but you're building a tech tree, you know, 12 inches at a time. So, so attaching every piece just to make it tall tops, got a, a flash on it with the umbrella. Then you've got like one, you know, a special arm that, that the camera mounts to, and then another arm that like the iPad mounts to another arm that some, you know, the, uh, another thing mounts to like, it's, it just, you're looking at it and you're like, okay, the video it looks a little complicated, but not like too tough. All right. So, so first day I get there, this would be November 17th, I believe was the first day. And this is the dry run. Now for the dry run, they decided to get all of the property people to book appointments so we can take pictures of their families. So all of the, basically all the clients are the ones who are having their pictures taken. So no pressure at all. Um, and I don't mean clients like customers. I mean, literally Cadillac Fairview property people who are the ones who've hired, you know, us to come and facilitate their, their guests, Christmas pictures over the course of the season. So I get there and I start building the tree and I'm on time. I'm on time. I'm not running late or anything like that. Um, it took them a minute to get me the stuff, right? right? They shipped them a case that had all of this, the, the tech equipment in it and the, the tree parts. And then, uh, you know, so I get there and they're like, Hey, we got you uh we got you a shirt extra large. Right. And I'm like, mm, sorry, I'm, I'm triple X. That's what they asked me in the email. She's like, Oh, they said they told us XL. So I go down with, um, with Rachel and, uh, she's basically our contact over the course of the entire season. And she, we try to get another shirt at the American Eagle, which is where they pick them up. And they only have double X. So she hands me the double X. I go, I'll wear it open. I got a black shirt. I'm, I'm still in uniform. I'll just be wearing it open. And we order a triple X. It'll be delivered to me. All right. No big deal. But we're already a little bit behind because of this as a result. So I start building the tree and all of a sudden, all the property people start coming into this, this back room that we have as kind of our little guest room. And this room will become the subject of conversation, uh, in subsequent episodes. But, uh, we've got, uh, I'm building this tree and one of the property people comes in. Oh, how much longer do you think? Um, I don't know. I don't know. We're building it for the first time. Just getting everything set up. You know, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have it out soon. You know, start looking at this and I'm watching the video again because, you know, you're committing to memory how to assemble this big thing. It'd be like looking at Ikea instructions once and then, you know, 48 hours later building the thing like you're going to have to reference back. So I'm referencing the video. I'm doing it. You know, another person comes in. Hey, how long? How much longer do you think? Hi, I'm so-and-so from the property, like introducing themselves. How much longer do you think it's going to be? We have an appointment. I'm like, I, I honestly don't know. I, I'm going as fast as I can though. We're, we're, we're going at a good pace. I should be ready soon. I think I had to field four or five different property people like introducing themselves and then asking me what's going on. Like we're already late. Forgive me. Sorry, gang. I'm like, we're already running late because of, you know, waiting for them to bring the the stuff and then, you know, going down to get a new uniform and all that stuff. So we're running a little bit behind. I feel the pressure, like as much as I'm a giant jackass, I'd like to be doing things on time. And, uh, by the time we, you know, get ready to go, it's about like, you know, 10 after quarter after when we were supposed to start. But I was like at the point where I was like so frustrated because we were missing pieces. Like it's one of those things too, where they send you a video, but when they made the video, uh, was let's say two months ago. And since then they've changed some tech pieces and things like that. So they sent us a new thing, which we didn't have instructions for. So like I'm, I'm troubleshooting this shit by myself. So there was, there was delays. Um, but we got started about 10 or 15 miles, but uh, sorry, my point was as I was you know, trying to do this stuff, the, the more and more people going on. Oh, so how much longer? I was going to say five to 10 minutes for every person that asks me how much longer, you know, I didn't, but it was at the point where I'm like, I'm trying to get this done. I already feel the pressure. I don't need you guys slowing me down to introduce yourselves to ask me how much longer it's going to be longer. Every time someone talks to me, um, so it was just really, really stressful. Then we bring the, um, bring the rig out. It's on wheels. So we bring the rig out, set it up in the thing. And like, the, the, I guess the, the events manager, property manager, um, you know, regional manager, all of these people are all there 
and we're trying to set the thing up and we're having tech issues. We're having issues that are not addressed in the, the training videos and stuff. And all four of them, you know, the big wigs are standing directly behind me asking how much longer. And I try to explain to them like, um, this, the issue that's happening there, cause they, they hired me as a photographer and I do know how to use cameras. Crystal's a photographer. She's taught me some stuff. Like it's not super hard, the gig. Um, but they're like, how much longer, how much longer? And I'm like, honestly, right now, the issue that we're having is the app that we're using on this iPad, which is like first party, right? The literally, um, the guys who are running the application for the photos, like short version, I take a bunch of pictures. I hit a button on the, on this application on the iPad and it uploads all the photos into the thing. I pick the, I scroll through them, pick the five best hit submit. And then they go up to the the cloud. I actually, one part I left out is I scan a little card with a barcode on it first. And that becomes the barcode for the family whose pictures I just took. So it's like, you hand the barcode to them. Hey, you know, go online. You'll get your pictures from here, you know, within the hour. Um, that's the way it's supposed to work. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get everything to, to work. You know, I press the button, whatever, and the camera's taking pictures, but I can't see them on the camera. I can't, can't view them. Um, I find out later it's because the iPad's connected and it won't let you view the pictures on the thing. So I'm hitting the download button. It's not working. So the pictures aren't coming off of the camera. The camera's not showing any pictures taken. Um, we've got Santa Claus sitting there, um, you know, as a subject for me to take, but none of the pictures are coming off the camera. So all of them are standing around going like, oh, what's what's going on? What's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm calling the tech people. Of course, they're having the same issue at 16 other properties at, you know, well, time, time, uh, time zone difference is not all at the same time, but a shitload of them are in Ontario. So then not only are they putting out, you know, East Coast fires and still working on those, but now they're getting all the calls because it's the start time from the Ontario properties. And there's three guys that are working on the whole thing. It's not like we're calling some huge company that's got a bunch of, you know, tech support people on deck. We're talking about a, a group of guys who built an app um, f- to make Santa Claus pictures easy and they're dealing with it all themselves. Um, anywho, it was, um, they're standing behind me and they're like, you know, oh, maybe we should have hired a different photographer. So they're making all these comments like somehow it's me not knowing how to use the the camera, which I do. But I don't control the app, right? It would be like yelling at a photographer because Photoshop's glitching out. It's like, I, I took the pictures. Photoshop is software that I'm using to edit the pictures. The software's not working. That has nothing to do with the camera and the taking of the pictures and all that stuff. Um, the first night, guys, I have to tell you, was so fucking embarrassing and, and whatever. We got it working. And it was all just dumb shit. Like, you know, we had to unplug the cord, plug it back in. We had to hit like a, a set of thing. It was basically like the video they sent us didn't show us, you know, what to do. If any, any issues happened, it was literally, you'll plug it in. You'll take the pictures. You'll hit this download button. You'll select the best five and you'll hit submit. Um, for what it's worth, the software had been updated about seven, eight times throughout the run of the thing to add shit and features and stuff like that. And it turned out that, uh, I might save you guys the trouble, but, um, we at Rideau center and one other place in Richmond, Richmond Hill, I believe, which is in Toronto, were the only two properties that were not like on fire the entire time. And I don't mean on fire, like crushing it. I mean, like they had so many fucking problems. Like they didn't follow the instructions that they were given, let alone like having to work with troubleshooting ones that weren't throughout the course of the program. Um, we had to like they, at one point people were not listening so much that we had to do a, a daily checklist, um, every morning of like, did you plug in the camera at night? Did you, did you unplug it in the morning? Did you turn on the flash? I'm not even joking. Did you turn on the flash? Did you test it eight times? And you have to like to put a little drop box down saying yes or no to every single one of these, um, which just made our mornings longer. Like the, the people that they had other properties were so fucking stupid. The only issue though, is that um, the, the head of like all the property management was in Ottawa at our location. So the person working underneath her, Rachel, every day they were hearing about all the issues that were happening everywhere. And then she would come and like, talk to me and be like, you know, Oh, you guys need to start doing da da da. And I'd be like, I know Rachel, I'm the one who figured it out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I figured that out three days ago. I shared it with the team 
And now they're sharing it with everybody, which is being shared with your property person. And then you're telling me, I'm like, you're literally telling me my own fix. I'm like, nobody knew to fix this until I worked on it. So like the whole thing was incredibly easy. Um, just that first night, not knowing how the software works and them not having certain things in place, um, just made it so embarrassing. And it was just a horrible way to start the program because they're all standing there all the big weeks. So effectively the person in charge of the entire country was there at Rito center, like, uh, the whole East coast managing thing. I think the West coast one was in Toronto somewhere, but, um, anyways, the whole point was like all of the people, like nobody at any other property had these big wigs standing over their shoulder. Um, so it was just added pressure. And then to have one of them be like, oh, maybe we hired the wrong photographer. You know, that was just insulting. Um, never saw that person again. Uh, however, an apology would have been nice. So the whole thing started. It was rough. It was a really rough first night. Things got going, but it was just like this whole, and they knew all the other properties were having trouble too, which, which sort of helped. But it was just kind of like, this is this is shit. Um, the first night was kind of quiet. We had the property people there because it was just sort of like a soft open. And then um, we had this, this Santa Claus who barely spoke, but he would stare at everything other than the camera. I, I, don't, I can't turn this into a bitch fest, guys. I don't think anything I've said has been interesting so far. But I just, that first night uh, was so embarrassing was so embarrassing over something so simple as to like have a settings change, but it wasn't any of the things and I didn't design the app. So I would have no way of knowing, you know, what was going on. Um, but for what it's worth, just to close that off, like there were, there were properties like, like weren't doing their backups. They weren't like hitting a single, it, like a, a fix would be so small. Like at the end of the day, you'd hit like, you know, uh, resubmit, um, backups and it would back up all the files on the iPad guys, uh, weren't hitting this. And so what would happen is they'd have like hundreds uh, if not a thousand backups that needed to be done. And then when you hit that, you know, back it up at the end of the day, when there's a thousand of them, the iPad doesn't have the processing power to try to back up a thousand pictures. So what happened was they would, what, uh, Z, the guy in charge was with, of the thing was saying he would, they would brick the iPad. She so basically telling the thing to back up a thousand pictures. It can't. And then it just freezes the iPad. So it wouldn't try to do like one or two right. And be able to process it. It was trying to do all thousand and then it couldn't, and it would just freeze the processor and it's done toast. So they would have, they were shipping new iPads to locations, locations that were doing that two or three times. And they were sending emails saying, guys, just make sure that every time, you know, a backup doesn't go through, you're, you're, you're resubmitting that backup. You're not waiting until there's 797 of them on the iPad, you know, otherwise you're going to brick it. You're not gonna be able to do your job because you have no iPad. Like there were, there were so many properties that were just on fire. Um, and, and we weren't one of them. So it was just like, but they were treating us because everybody was being so bad. They were treating every property the same. It was just horrific, horrific. And that's like throughout the entire thing. But first night got done shitty Santa who would look, you know, at the camera once and then look away. He would stop smiling. He was just the worst. Um, so I would finally like, keep in mind, I'm, I'm like, I'm taking pictures of children and sometimes people have four or five kids. Do you know how hard it is to get five kids to look at a camera? You'd, you'd think easy. Oh, you just squeak the thing and they all look almost impossible for them all to look at the same time. Cause they'll look for a second. They start looking away, doing a goofy smile, looking away, looking at the parents that it's like, mom, dad, get behind me. Oh, won't he? I'll save you guys the, the, the horrific details of, of trying to get that. And then you have parents, you finally got your kid looking at the camera and mom would run in. Oh, one sec, one sec, one sec. And like pull at their little fucking cuff of their pants or the cuff of their shirt, pull it down a little bit. Nothing wrong with it. Literally just pulling it down a little bit or, or turning it slightly. And I'm like, all right. And then the mom walks away. And now the kid's looking at, at the mom. They're not paying attention anymore. I'm like, you just fucked it up, mom. You just fucked it up. I had them. You, you had it. The amount of times I said, okay, mom, perfect is the enemy of good. Get out of here. You got good. You're going to fucking ruin it. Trying to get perfect. Get it, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Um, never once said it like that, but it was just like, guys, stop fussing. You're losing. I got the kid looking at me and you're fussing over their, their caller or whatever. Just like mama's would be like, sit up straight, sit up straight. Okay. No, no, do a real smile. Do a real smile. Jonathan, do a real smile. Do a real smile. We're not getting bubble tea afterwards. Jonathan, Jonathan, real smile. Sit up straight. So, oh, one sec. Run in, move his hair slightly off of the forehead, up a little bit. Okay, okay. Jonathan, sit up straight, real smile. And I'm like, these are five minute appointments. I gotta get five shots. And not only that, but it's like they do different poses. Oh, we're gonna be in some of them. The kids are gonna be, I want one with the kids, blah, blah, blah. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Santa Claus on the first weekend sucked. I remember it was myself, Jad, and Britt. 
is anything I'm saying interesting? I really don't feel like it is, guys. Um, but this was my life. And this was like, this was the level of exhaustion coming home. So like, did I come home at like eight o'clock at night after dealing with parents all day and a shitty Santa Claus and be like, oh, well, it's time to clean off the desk, right? Get ready to record a podcast without yawning through the entire thing. You hear my voice too. My voice, my throat is so fucking dry right now. Um, so I just, uh, I, I, I went with it. <laughs> The Thursday one was horrific. We did uh, Saturday and Sunday were our first like kickoff days. And we had this, uh, this shitty Santa again. And again, it's like, by the time I finally got everyone looking at me, I take a couple pictures and I look and fucking Santa Claus is not smiling and looking away from the camera. And it's like, I'm going to send those to parents and they're going to come back and go, well, this photographer sucked. Look at it. Picture Santa's not even looking at the pictures. Despite the fact that like, Santa, Santa, look here, Santa. Hello. Okay. Big smile. Santa. Santa, so now it's done. Smile, Santa. Just nothing. And then by then the kids are looking away or one of them's looking at the parents or, or you know what I mean? The baby's crying. Like it's just, ah, uh, fucking kill me. Speaking of which, so I, like I said, I worked with my friends, Jad and Britt, whom I've worked with many times before. And we were, we were working Saturday night. All right. So this is our first, you know, real day. It's our first real day doing this activation, right? The, the Thursday night was a test run. We started in the afternoon, right? So it wasn't a long shift to start in the afternoon, little test uh, dry run, get things going, huge nightmare, whatever. And we work Saturday, got shitty pictures. Uh, we're having issues with pictures being submitted because everything's going through the cell signal, uh, which wasn't very strong in a mall. And they, and they did remedy that, um, you know, early uh, in the, the following week, but, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we're getting ready to do our backup the first night. All right. So I've already done it once. It's actually a pretty straightforward process. It's literally copying and pasting the, the, the backup files from the iPad to this external drive, just so we have a backup copy in case anything happens to the iPad. And as I'm doing this means at the end of the day, we'll, we'll basically hit the wheels on this thing and bring them into the staff room. All of us here, um, we're, we're on the third floor of the Rito center and not too, too far away. I'd say maybe 30 feet away, um, was like a, an open sort of square area that led from the fourth floor upstairs, which isn't very big all the way down to the first floor. And you could see it. You just made a look down and see the other floors. I don't know what you call it, an opening, uh, whatever. And we hear, you know, don't look, don't look go home, go home. And we're all like, what? Someone's screaming this. Don't look, don't look, go home, go home. And it draws all of our attention. Mine, Jad and Brittany. We turn our heads towards where the sound is coming from, which is the opening. And then we just see a dude fall from above the fourth floor, kind of like, like all dressed in black Batman style, right? You just see this like body. It was like a black trench coat or whatever and black clothes. And it was just like, literally just flew past us from the, from up above right down like this person is, is going from the th- fourth to the first floor and it was just boom we hit we heard the impact and it was like are you fucking kidding me? tons of people start screaming everybody starts running over to the the rail on the third floor to look down and and i'm just like did i just see what i think i saw and Brittany starts crying right away everyone who's around the the railing starts pulling out their phone to film which was disgusting um, Jad runs down to go look over. So we can't see down at all. We just see all these people around the rails and, uh, and Brittany pulls out her phone immediately and calls, uh, you know, uh, nine one one, a guy just jumped off the fourth floor and, and landed on the first floor. He's going to need help. The amount of people that were around the thing, it's like, you knew it wasn't fake. Um, so she called and I was just like, I, I was in shock for a second as was she, she was like full blown tears trying to, to make this call you know, to first responders. Cause it didn't seem like anyone else was it seemed like everyone else's phone was busy recording some guy killing himself. Um, so Chad looked over, you know, Chad went over and looked and he, he came back and he was like, yeah, the guy's laying there and his neck's not in a good way. Um, so, uh, it didn't take very long. Like I didn't, I didn't look, I didn't want to see it. Um, Brittany didn't, didn't look either. Um, but I would say maybe 15, 20 minutes later, like we were getting, we were, we were closing down. Um, we, uh, I, I went, I asked Chad to take a peek when we were leaving. Um, and he's like, there, he's gone now. Like they're, they're, you know, they've moved, they've moved and whatever. 
Um, and so Brittany was really shook up. I was, I, I can't say I was super shook up. I was shocked. I was like, did I just see a guy kill himself? Like, that's crazy. And I didn't even see, you know, the way he landed or anything. I just saw the body fly from above to below, just right past us. Right. Like, like you were looking through an elevator shaft and you just saw the fall. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, it wasn't, I, I mean, I, it was crazy to see, but I mean, I wasn't traumatized by it, but Brittany, Brittany was really upset. Jad seemed fine. Like he wasn't laughing or anything, but he just, he seemed fine. Um, so I called the karma people and said, Hey, just so you guys know, this happened. And, uh, you know, just in case, you know, Brittany isn't able to make it in tomorrow. I'm like literally our first real shift. And we just saw a dude kill himself. Um, so I let them know and they said, are you guys okay? If you guys need tomorrow off, whatever I go, I don't think we're going to need it off. But just in case, you know, Brittany, uh, calls in the next day just cause she's upset. Like, just so you know, this happened. It's not like she went out and got drunk. Like it's, it's a, a real thing. And, uh, anyway, she ended up showing up the next day. Like we're, we're all fine, but they were very supportive at karma saying like, look, if you need anything, let us know. Um, also Brit and Jad only worked weekends. So I was the only one who would be there like Monday. I was like, listen, if they do take the day, I'm sure they'll be back by the next weekend. But, uh, we all showed up on the Sunday to work. Uh, nobody killed themselves Sunday, but even the Rito staff were like, Oh my God, are you okay? Like, I'm like, yeah, 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 I think we're fine. It was just surprising. It literally happened as we were closing last night. Like we were done photos and just, you know, all that shit happened. Um, I did ask the staff just in case you guys are like me. Um, and it's like, I'd really like to know what the outcome is. Um, I did ask staff yesterday, the, the, the next day and, uh, and some of them were like, yeah, the, the guy didn't make it. So, um, they had, they had even locked like the Rito center, like parking garage doors. Jad and I had to take this weird roundabout way just to get back to my car. Cause I guess they thought maybe someone pushed him or something. Anyways, a dark story. It was a weird way to fucking kick off the Santa Claus thing. But, um, on, uh, on the Monday, you know, there's the shitty Santa who'd never looked at the camera told us that, oh, you're going to have Santa Guillen on, uh, on the weekdays. And I was like, great. I'm working predominantly weekdays. Um, you know, for, for the remainder of this thing, I think I had a couple weekends where I was working, but, uh, they're like, yeah, you're going to work with Santa Guy. He's great. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, awesome. Whatever. So when he came in on the Monday, uh, he was great. He came in, he looked like a better Santa Claus than, than the previous one. And, uh, and he was just a nice friendly guy, uh, told us some stories. Um, very nice man. This is a guy who is, uh, formerly homeless. Um, he now is like a, I guess a van lifer or whatever you call it. He lives in his RV with his dog. And, um, he's somebody who, uh, last year spent, or I should say this year, maybe in the spring or whatever, uh, spent like six months in Ukraine, uh, working in a giant kitchen, um, making meals for like the refugees and things like that. Um, and this was a volunteer thing. So he was not being paid. In fact, he spent his own money, um, like housing himself and things like that, uh, so that he could do this, uh, work in the kitchen. And I guess like three months in, they had offered to keep him. So like, um, once, once, uh, he got to those three months, then they were paying for his accommodations, but still wasn't making any money doing it. Just, uh, just a guy who was a, a, a chef in a previous life and, uh, not in a previous life, but I mean, in, in, a, in a time long ago. Um, so he was like, oh, I'd love to be able to help and, and, you know, help feed people or whatever. So, um, a, a good humanitarian, very nice guy, never made me work hard for the pictures. He was always looking at the camera or whatever. And, uh, it turned out too, that he was working at UPS overnight. So again, holiday season, managing all those packages, um, you know, he's, uh, he was working at, at UPS at night. So from like one o'clock in the morning until like, I think it'd be like 8am, then he would jump on, uh, jump on the, the bus, ride the bus into town with his service dog, drop a service dog off at a friend's house, then, then ride to the Rito center, get in a Santa garb and work all day. Um, now in this episode, um, we're just early parts of that, right? So like two days working with the guy at this point. But I'd already got the stories and I was already happier because I'm like, oh, he smiles. He says, ho, ho, ho all the time. He waves to people who are not, you know, uh, just walking by. So he's like got lots of great energy and, and I never have to ask him to look at the camera. So that's where we're at with this guy at this point. Um, yeah, that's the Santa Claus bullshit. Um, I've even got my notes saying, come check it out. How funny is that? 
Um, I was going, what, what the hell does Saturday Night Jumper means? Yeah, that's the guy who jumped. The man who jumped. What are we at time-wise? 33 minutes. Let's move this thing along, guys. I appreciate you listening so far. This will not be one of the better episodes. Um, I, and I do apologize for that. Um, we um, watched a movie called Barbarian. This was on Disney+. Plus. It's a movie that has Bill Skarsgård, uh, what's-his-face, Justin Long, and then some chick who I don't remember her name. Uh, really don't. In fact, I think those two are the only ones who are really uh, noteworthy. This was a movie about some some a, a chick and a guy who, like you know the, the, the trailers like this chick and this guy, um, both rent the same place like on Airbnb or whatever, and they're like, oh, this was our place. Oh, I thought it was my place. Here's my booking. Here's my booking, and. The idea is, you know, they, they, it starts off where they're just kind of like hanging out in this house or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, one of them disappears down this like hole in the basement. You hear them screaming and all this shit. And it's like, it's, it's a fucking freaky sort of movie. I, it's hard to describe, uh, what's going on in this fucking thing, but, um, it's, uh, it was a good, like it, it keeps you entertained in the sense that you're like, what the fuck is happening? I want to know what's going on. And it keeps giving you a little bit more, a little bit more. Although come the end of it, there's a bunch of unanswered questions that you're like, but what about like, this doesn't make sense. And that doesn't make sense. So, like it's one of those ones where it has a good concept, but then they just didn't, they didn't uh, f- flush it out as much as they should have. Um, it is freaky. Um, it, it, it would appear that it's called barbarian, but it would, it's even hard to tell why is it called barbarian? Cause I'm like, it's called barbarian. So I expected some sort of like medieval movie. It's not, it's a, cu- a current day thing. And even like who the barbarian is, you're almost like, is that a comment on the people or is it a comment on the thing? Is it, you know what I mean? Um, I would definitely say, give it a gander. Um, it's, it's not bad. I just wouldn't say it's like one of the best ones. But if you want something freaky that, you know, is going to keep your attention, Barbarian on Disney Plus for sure. Um, I also watched a movie called Resurrection on Shudder. I don't know what to say about that movie. It has, um, I, I forget her name and I apologize because she does show up in a lot of really good freaky movies. Um, she, okay, well, let's say it's got Tim Roth in it. So Tim Roth is in it. Tim Roth's great. Uh and this chick was in the movie, the night house. She was in the movie, the gift. She was in uh, a few other ones. She was in the movie, the town. I'm going to get her name. Give me one second. I'm going to pause. I'm going to get her name. She deserves a little credit. Rebecca Hall. She was in the gift, the town, uh, the night house, which is a new movie that she was in. She was in Kong versus Godzilla. She was in the prestige as Sarah. I believe she played, uh, Christian Bale's character's wife. um, Looks like she was in Holmes and Watson, the one with uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. Uh, a bunch of different stuff. She looks like she was in Ever Wonder. I don't know if that's the name of it. Professor, what's the movie called? Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman. So she was in that. She did a ton of stuff, and she's not bad. But she was also in this movie, Resurrection. And uh, I don't even know how to describe this thing. This is one of those, like, I threw it on because I'm like, oh, Tim Roth, Rebecca Hall, they're good throw it on this movie made no fucking sense it's like a woman who lost a baby you're it's on shutter i don't know if you have access to shutter um but it was uh it was weird and the ending didn't didn't make sense i like i literally need to watch one of those youtube videos like ending explained resurrection what the fuck was going on in that movie watch the whole thing and it's like she's losing her mind going crazy but um for for two movies that I fell asleep to after crazy Santa Claus shit shifts and suicides. Um that that was that was my week. Um I brought my car in, got the mirror fixed, everything was great. As always, Barhaven Honda is the best fucking dudes out there. They'll take good care of you. Um I don't even I don't even know to talk about this holiday shopping kicking up. We bought all sorts of advent calendars. Uh, and I'm definitely curious what you guys got your people for Christmas. So please contact at one man cup podcast.com and, uh, and let me know what you guys got. Um, I might save this, uh, this, this stuff that I got for my, my mother for the following week, because I know I booked some shows, um, and I booked some events for when we go to Vegas. So that, that'll tell you if I haven't told you already, 
Um, I got some really good deals on, uh, on, uh, hold on a second here. Come on brain work with me. I got a good deal on, uh, some flight packages to Las Vegas. So, um, I think it was like 400 bucks round trip each. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take my mom to Vegas for her birthday in April. She turned 69. What's a funny age to, to go to Vegas. Right. So what I did was, um, I, I booked that and then I started to, you know, say, Hey mom, take a look at these websites. This is all the different shows and stuff that they have in Vegas. Why don't you take a look and see if there's something that you'd like to do. So, uh, next episode, I'll let you guys know some of the stuff that I booked. So, um, certainly going to pertain more to her age demographic, but some of my listeners will know these names and events. And some of them are, you know, fun for the whole family events. So I'll tell you guys about those. Um, but I'll end this week's episode with telling you guys about, uh, I did a show on the Friday night, um, for a bunch of landscapers. So that Friday, uh, did not have to work. Um, thankfully. So we worked on the Thursday, had Friday off and then did Saturday, Sunday at the mall, with the Santa Claus stuff, uh, Monday, Tuesday as well, of course. But, uh, we did the show for landscapers and, um, it was a fun enough show. Kamar, my roommate, uh, was hosting and it was at a nice little convention center, uh, you know, on colonnade in Ottawa. I don't, I don't know that that even matters, but it's, there's, I've done a lot of shows there. So it is a nice convention center that they have sort of middle of the city, as opposed to being, you know, far out of town or on the outskirts. And, um, they were an interesting crowd. It was, it was another one of those shows like this time of year, you can always expect the, the blue collar people to show up for their holiday party, uh, wearing plaid and, and, and Budweiser hats while their wives always show up in nice dresses with their hair done and everything though. The wives always look amazing. I don't know these landscaper guys got to make good cash. They got to make good scrilla because the, 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 the tail that they're pulling, right. The trim that they bring, um, they always look marvelous. And I'm not talking about fucking, you know, uh, Victoria's secret models, but these women are lovely. They're sweet. They, they dress up real nice. And even on like a Christmas party night, they can't get these fucking knuckleheads. Whoa, Josh, careful with the insults. Um, they can't get these fucking idiots to, to put on, uh, you know, to, to brush their hair and put on a shirt, you know, it's like, it's like you want a shirt with buttons. Yeah. But does it have to have a fucking plaid pattern on it? You know what I mean? Like, can you just, can you just look like you don't work at a bait shop for one fucking day? You know, um, it's just, uh, it's, it's always that thing. So I always, I always play off of that and, and make fun of the guys. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was, it was a fun a fun show, a little interactive. I like to talk to the crowd, especially at Christmas parties. And, um, it was, uh, it was a great, uh, it was a great time. I had a good time. It was nice chatting with, uh, you know, chatting with the crowd and, and, uh, you know, thanking them for inviting us to be a part of their, their holiday celebrations. And of course this is November. So, you know, we're just amping up the Christmas parties at this point, but, um, I, I had a really good time. Uh, big thanks to them for, for inviting us. Um, it was one guy there. I kept calling Biff who, uh, who, who just, he was, he had, he had a few too many and he would, he, he too wanted to be part of the show, wanted to be funny guy, but, but would just yell out stuff. And I got rich off of him. One of the, one of my favorite things about doing these, these holiday shows and stuff, um, is just that like every now and again, like we'll do the show. Like we, Jay is, um, Jay owner of absolute comedy, my agent for, for certain things like this. Um, Jay will put on a good show and they'll book with him, you know, five, six years straight, but he doesn't just send back the same comics every year. Right. You know, when they book, they want to know that they're going to have a different show every year. It's going to be a good time. What have you. And so one of his strategies, uh, but after, after, you know, five, six years might need someone again, you know, and you know, I might host the first time and then headline it five years later. But one of the things that I really enjoy is sometimes when I do these shows again for, for groups that I've already done is, you know, doing them again a second time, a few years later, they'll come back. Oh man, here he is. You, here he is. You know, we've been calling him Biff ever since you were here. And it, it's kind of fun to know that something that's just like a little throwaway thing for me in the moment is, is so meaningful to them that it ends up being like a, something that sticks for years to come. Like I've stopped even thinking about it and they'll be like, Oh, you remember when you called him Biff? And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we've been calling them Biff ever since. And Biff will come up, hey man, you got me my nickname, dude. It's like, 
It's hilarious. I got another show that I did later in December. I'll tell you guys about too. That one was so much fun. I thought it was gonna be nightmare. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you when I get to that episode, but yeah, for now, I'm sorry, guys. I'll keep the, uh, the Santa Claus bitching to a minimum on the subsequent episodes. You don't need to hear about that shit, but I figured just to let you guys know, like it was a rough start and it just got crazy busy. It was, it was a, a, a testament to just patience and and like i'm being patient with the fact that the equipment they've given me is not doing what it's supposed to do i'm i'm being patient with with mothers and children i'm being patient with a santa claus doesn't know how to look at a fucking camera um you know all the while weathering the psychological storm of people killing themselves around whatever like it was it was a rough start it was a really rough start you know i also was was waiting for my fucking insurance money to come so i could fix my fucking car like just a lot of a lot of stuff a lot of stuff not to mention like you know it's the holiday season we're trying to make plans and and everything like that i've been stressing about this podcast for the whole holiday season just going like how fucking far behind am i gonna get you know so uh, i do apologize to you guys i apologize this message isn't uh this message this 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 podcast is late but i'm gonna get them all to you before i i set sail for home so we'll be caught up and then um, I really do want to find a, a permanent studio space that when it's time for the podcast, I don't have to set anything up. I don't have to clean anything off. I, I lose so much of my energy and my momentum by, you know, doing it late in the day uh, or having to clean up and kick up a bunch of dust and, and irritate my throat and stuff like that before I start. So um I, I'm going to work on a way to make it more, more, more fun. It's also like when I, I want to do it when I first wake up so that I still have the energy. I'm not yawning. You know, I, I like to work on my notes. I guys, I couldn't even, I brought my notes with me to work, to try to work on them during downtime. But even the people there at the property kept saying like, Oh, you guys can't have like paperwork out. Like you gotta be ready for customers and da, da, da. So it was like, there was so much work. I just couldn't do to prepare myself. And I, uh, you know, you waited this long. Was it worth the wait? Probably not. And I'm sorry for that, but just know that, um, I'm going to, to, uh, see what I can do to make this thing more stable, keep it going or, or just send me an email contact at one man podcast.com and say like, you know what? Just end it. Just end it. I think I printed episode number 296, which means we're almost at episode 300. However, there's a good 50 episodes missing from the course of the year that like, I think it's more like 250 episodes out, but I'll fill in those gaps. And again, having a studio area where like, if I've got a little bit of downtime, I can just sit down and record one of the episodes that we're missing. Um, I think that'd be huge. Also, any subjects or questions or stories you guys have, send them to me because that'll help fill in some of those older episodes where I can't quite remember what the fuck I did that week. You know what I mean? So it would help me out uh, in a big way. I know I'm going to be talking about uh, working for Neo. I literally had that entire stint where I'm like, hey, I work for Neo and I don't anymore. And all that happened you know, there's so many things that happen just with episodes that you guys couldn't hear all sorts of different stories and things like that. So, um, looking at filling them in, I'm hoping that we can get caught up in 2023 with all the episodes that are missing. And, uh, and I can have like, that's, that's it. My, my resolution is to have a podcast studio. That's always ready to go so that, you know, if I wake up and I'm like, okay, I want to record the podcast. I literally sit down, hit record instead of all that extra shit. But, um, until the next episode, which I'll be recording momentarily, I hope you guys have the best week ever, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon.